1: Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. AJ, Rudo Blaze, coming to you live as the Avs lose four. No, it ends up being five to two with the empty netter to the Los Angeles Kings.
2: It. I want to do this this way. Okay. I want to, I instead of a 60-second rundown tonight, I just want to read you some numbers, okay? Pop off, dog. <laughs> if I tell you on Saturday... The Avs against Arizona, if I say that the Avs will outshoot them 54-33 in shot attempts, all even strength numbers here, okay? 54-33, 28-26 actual shots on goal, 28-16 scoring chances, and 10-6 high danger chances. Yep. How do you feel about their chances to win that hockey game? I think I'd... On the higher side yeah, of I mean,
1: Mechanically, I think I'd take that
2: pretty much every night. Okay. Individual on ice, Miko Rantanen, in 19 and 6 for shot attempts. Pretty good. Evan Rodriguez 23 20-3. Yep. Uh Devon Taves, 26-13. Kale McCarr, 23-17. Do we feel good about these kinds of numbers? Yep. Do we feel like Colorado, maybe that second line, should have absolutely dominated this hockey game? And it sounds like they did. <laughs> But they didn't. How do you have a 5-2 loss with the combination of all these things?
0: It's the stretches of hockey that they were playing. There was bad stretches where they couldn't put two passes together. And then on top of it, it was like, everybody just took turns. Georgiev had some bad times. He had some great times, too. Some great stops. Mm. But also then just let softies in. And the forwards and the defensemen didn't know what the hell was going on. There was no jelly tonight. There was this... No flow to the game whatsoever. You can play in a way that produces very
1: good numbers and still have catastrophic errors in the game. Yeah.
2: I I mean, hey, six high danger chances. If all six go in, you've given up six goals. Right, exactly.
1: And I I do think, I, I get it. Tonight, mechanically, the abs looked pretty good. And this isn't even like a score effects thing. Even in the first period, the Avs were the better in, in pretty yep. much every match. And I think
2: the first period is a pretty good microcosm of what ended up becoming the game where yeah. the abs, the Avs are outplaying them. I mean, it's, <laughs> at one point, they're down the one nothing. The one goal is a two-on-one from a terrible yeah. Kale McCarr pinch where yep. he has no forward help, just misreads the ice, and then makes no play on the puck. Like the rarest of circumstances that happen to Kale McCarr, where he makes both a bad read and then no play on the puck whatsoever. Yeah. Turns into a two-on-one that they just convert. You'd love, you would love that for Devon Taves to do something in that two-on-one. He doesn't take away the pass. He doesn't take away the shot. He kind of drifts in the middle and tries to do both. Doesn't help his goaltender out at all. Georgiev has to kind of make a decision and say, okay, well, I'm committing to the shot. So when the pass gets through, he's, he's hung out to dry. Yep. Uh, and, and then, the, okay, you've given that one up. You can live with that one. Shots are ten to three, you're vibing, you're really you're really dominating the pace of play. You're rolling guys over the boards who are taking control of the game. You lose a you lose a board battle in your own zone and Bo Byram is just nowhere. And Gabe Vellardi puts one right over the shoulder. It's a great shot. But it comes from it comes from a pretty standard situation that yep. shouldn't result in a goal. Yep. And it's it, you you feel like you play good first period and you're down two nothing. Yeah. You feel like you play a worse second period, but you close the ground to one. Yep. And then you don't even give yourself a chance in the third. And so I think that's the, the real story of the game is a team that plays uh, like, like decently. I don't think this was an atrocious game, but I think when you're talking about, they can't string passes together. They don't play as they don't play connected. Yep. It's not connected hockey. It was all all of their success is pretty much a guy doing a thing. Uh, and, and then the Colorado's one first goal. Two goals. Two 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 passes connect, and they get a tip in front. It's good good quality yeah. hockey. It's good repeatable yeah. hockey, and it results in a goal. Just like, oh wow, this, this is nothing sexy about this. <laughs> nothing special about this. Well, it, and I mean, they just played. They played so disconnected for so much of the game that I even mean, the, the power play can't get even get into the zone because Nathan McKinnon can't make a good decision with the puck. Yeah. That's even with.
1: The quality opportunities and and things like that. I think the two things that that let the Avs down here is one, they didn't do a good enough job capitalizing on the opportunities they had. We talked Mm -hmm. all game about how the rebounds were there and the Avs just didn't get to them effectively. Yeah. And two, you just didn't get a good enough game execution wise from your best players.
2: For sure. You go and you, you look at goals against, and you're not sitting here going, Oh my God, Brad Hunt, what are you doing? Yep. There was plenty of that, too, but yeah, there was. It wasn't, it, you're, you know, you'd kill McCarr, the first goal, but kill McCarr, bad read, yep. Devon Taves doesn't do anything there. And, you know, that's, that's your top pairing. That's a top 10 pairing in the NHL.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the other thing, too, is two of the three periods, slow starts where you let the other team dictate. Yep. That causes issues, especially oh. when it's the first and the third. The start of the game and the close of the game, yeah. that's not a good way. I mean, you're not going to win a lot of games if you're giving up goals early in those two periods. Yeah. I don't want to uh, – I'm not going to drag effort today because I
2: don't think effort was a problem. I don't I think it think was it either, yeah. There was something yeah. about the way the Kings played that third period and the Am's didn't that just felt like the Kings just flat wanted it more. It looked like they were the hungrier team. I mean, you go out and you score immediately to start the third period. You're sending a message of, like, we're not giving this to you. Yeah. And, okay, um, you know, you get one back, but. Uh, well, then you give it back immediately. It, it, lasts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it lasts one shift. And, you know, I, there's there's a hunger there. There you, you see the way Phil Deneau reacts when he scores that goal to make it 4-2. He's pumped. Yeah. You know, he's he is amped to the gills. Like, that is a team that. Uh, that's a Kings team that, that just wanted it tonight. Well, they that's... they came out. They were very motivated. And there's no reason for the Avs to not match that intensity level. They're on home ice. The, they're in the midst of a four-game homestand. They've now lost two of those to the first three. It. I mean, the Avs, this was an important game for the Avs. And, I mean, it... Nathan McKinnon has a breakaway, don't even get a shot on goal. Yep. It, 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 the, the no goal, and
1: I know we're getting a little bit out of order here, but the fourth one and the one that ultimately broke the Avs back is less. I, I really have no problem with that goal. LA makes a good play, they score a sick goal. It's in the back of your net. The problem there is the Avs put themselves in a hole early, and they chased this entire game. Mm-hmm. If They can't afford to give up goals like that later on because of the spot they put themselves in initially. Yeah. yeah. And so the problem isn't the goal itself, it's how they were in that room in the, the first place. The fourth
2: goal is the one goal that you look at and you say, you know, outside of like losing that face off, yeah. don't, you don't look at an av and say, what are you doing here? Yep. There's no colossal mistake there. The, the Kings just make a better offensive play. The same way that Colorado's, uh, Colorado's first goal, the, the Rodriguez goal, is the same way. Yeah, right. It's, good, it's just good offense. It's very and repeatable. A dude puts
1: a sick tip on a puck. Yeah, it's, like,
2: a, gra- it's yeah. a great tip over the tree. You don't. You're not looking at the Kings like what? Wow, I can't. What a gift that was. Right. That's just a, that's just good hockey. Yeah. You know, and and when you have a team as as talented as the Kings, that's a good hockey team. Like they are fighting for first in the Western Conference. Yep. I might be a hater personally, but like they are, like they are who they are. They've mm-hmm. earned their way there. Yeah, and. and- you just, can't, you just can't treat a team like that. You, you can't for, spot
1: for, teams like that Two goal me, leads. The big yeah. thing
2: from this is obviously execution is lacking, but I'm really disappointed that the, that the intensity just doesn't get matched. Yeah. You're the defending cup champs. You know that you're going to be the bullseye on the schedule for everybody. You know teams are coming for you, but you're, more importantly than any of that, you're 20 games left in the season and you need points. You're still fighting for this thing. Are they very, very comfortably in the postseason right now? Absolutely. But you're fighting for more than that. I, I think you're fighting for way more than that.
1: I, I think particularly where you get frustrated with that is, is the comeback punches you saw from L.A. When the Avs get down that first goal, sure, they played a good period, but they didn't really come down and say, hey, we're going to punch right back after we give up that bad first goal, or hey. I mean, they, they
2: kind of do. They 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 really dominated like that. They the played. Next,
1: they, they played solid hockey. Like
2: they dominated like seven minutes of but that game, and then that when it got to two nothing, it felt like the game was just over. Yeah, right. There was never a sustained push. The goal that they get was great, and then they have a power play at the end of the second period, two, two 14 that, that's or whatever remaining, just
1: disastrously bad. And you are yeah. like,
2: they are absolutely... I mean. They score, and on the what a minute later, Nathan McKinnon walks in alone and doesn't even get a shot on goal. Yep. that would have made it two two. Yep, then they get a power play. They can't do anything with the power play, it's brutally bad. And it's and again, you're looking at your best players, right? And you're saying it, it, it starts at the top. These are the guys that are failing you right now, these are the guys that are both your advantage, but right now are also your curse.
0: When if you look at the teams that are in playoff races, the last few games with the Avalanche the devils you're you're giving up losses to teams that yeah i mean new jersey dallas seattle and yeah. los angeles you lost and all of and two of those, those are in your conference like they're i mean those are bad messages to be had right now yeah. by the avalanche like you don't want that in your locker room you don't want that doubt creeping in that you're just you're taking care of bottom feeder teams but then you're not getting up for the big games Well, leading into this you know when
2: we were so vibing that they, they come off the vegas win they were beating, you know, Vegas, Calgary, yeah, Edmonton. Yeah, like, yeah. They were beating all these teams in Minnesota. They, 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 they hammered home the last nails in the St. Louis coffin. Like, they've been beating those teams. Yeah. And then over this last week now, they took the free square that was Tuesday night. Well, you know, there's a reason none of us were <laughs> like, they're back. It's all good. Everything's yeah, fixed, right. but That but that was as free as it gets. And, and the thing is, I think you look
1: at some of these games, too. You look at the Dallas game that they lost, and you go, okay, they got blown out. That wasn't a winnable game. It, it, it wasn't was, going to happen. It was
2: a winnable game. I mean, they just got beat that day. Sure. And, 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 sure. and another example of they just don't match that but, intensity. But
1: you look at the Dallas game, and you're saying, all right, by the time you're midway through that game, they had a mountain to climb. Yeah. You look at this game and things they're got, in it. has got beat. They are in this hockey game. They Definitely. have the opportunity, even with the struggles that they had. They give yeah. up the two goals. They get it back to within one multiple times. And then they just immediately give it away. Yep. yep. Twice they do it. It's tough. I, I, I just, I totally understand. Having extreme frustration with this
2: hockey game because, yeah, I, more than anything, this is not a look. If this was a one off in the middle of your yeah, schedule right. against a good team, then you team, don't care. But you're like, look, it is what it is. Like, you're gonna lose some of these sometimes where you play better than a team and you just don't have, you know, you don't yeah. put it all together, bounces and it don't work go for your you. way, whatever. Yeah, but. like for whatever reason, you know, it just doesn't end up being your night. But but when you've already it, had a couple of those games exactly, recently, right? But, in the last week where yeah. the, the good teams on your schedule, the Non-free squares on your schedule have t- have beaten you, you know. And the Seattle Seattle obviously that game was a that's that is a game that they were not supposed to win but should have won, yeah, because of how that
0: game played out, for sure. But it it's just it's not good going into the playoffs. It yeah they've got 19 like thankfully on. they got 19 they've more got games, 19 to
1: games to try the, and turn yeah, this in, not, to, to, to build
2: confidence and to try yeah. and build in. But yeah, you're I mean they're running out of runway. Yeah. You're running. They're running out of runway. Uh, the the injuries don't look like they're subsiding at this point. Uh, you know, Josh Manson, Eric Johnson, Gabe Landiscock, If they were all back for the first game of April, we would all we'd throw a parade. Yep. Uh, and even then, they would have two weeks to try and get it together. Two weeks out of an NHL schedule no. to try and get it together. Uh, so this is the group. The, the, that's the reality. This is the group that's going to have to find the answers right now. Th- Those guys come back and they get a little bit better. Hell yeah. Well, but right now, this is the group that needs to have the conversation, uh, s- that needs to figure out how to how to start finding some solutions.
1: And I think you're digging at the point on why this is so frustrating is because they know, we know, that they can play better than this. Yeah. Dude. We've watched them do it regularly this season at yeah. across certain stretches.
2: Yeah, I mean, for six-week stretches, we've watched them be a good hockey team. Yep.
1: But they just haven't found a way to do that consistently over the long term. And it... it it's an interesting spot because, again, you're not, like, slamming all the panic buttons. You're not losing your mind because the ABS are still going to be a playoff team, barring unbelievably catastrophic failure through the last 19 games of the year. So you're not completely freaking out over it, but you still can't continue to go into games and come away with the feeling that the Avs could have, should have, and needed to play better. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's one thing if you just feel like you're getting beat. Yeah. And you're just like, then, look, they're uh, just not good enough. They're just not that good, yeah. But I, that's a totally watching, different feeling than what you're this You're watching is. world-class players just not play the way that they should. You know, Miko Rantan's a total ghost tonight. Yep. Doesn't do, a, doesn't do a damn thing. You get uh, just not a good enough game out of Kale McCarr. Well, and, and to be honest with you, you have, a, you have a second line center that you commit to yep. in JT Comper. And he's done nothing for you done since Wyatt. that commitment. Nothing yep. Wyatt. He has done nothing for you in two weeks. Yep. He had, he had the one I think the one goal against New Jersey where he skated down the ice, had a great shot, and it went in, and that's the last time we've seen JT Comper make an impact. Yep. You know? Uh, but but before Comper, yeah, you. Devon Taves is in the middle of all kinds of problems. This game, last game, or yep. two games ago, last game there were no problems. Two games ago, three games ago. I mean, Devon Taves has been a big problem for you over the last and, and week. Kale McCarr has one exceptional game and since Three return. mediocre ones at best. And, yeah. yeah, and three three games that you're just looking at and saying Kale, Kale has more in him. Uh, Nathan McKinnon was awful in this game. He gets a goal literally while we were talking about how bad he had been. <laughs> well, and
1: the thing is, like... Even the goal was just this one-off thing in the game where yeah. he was bad before it. He makes one amazing play where they get the goal,
2: great, and then he's immediately bad again for the rest yeah. of the
1: third period.
2: Uh, well, and and where is he on the empty net goal? Yep, that guy doesn't. He doesn't take a single stride, a single aggressive stride, trying to track back and prevent what happens. It has to be Kale McCarr. Uh, it's very frustrating to me <laughs> when at that point, why should Jared Bednar ever pull his goaltender again if his guys aren't going to put the effort into it?
0: Well, and the other thing, too, is like we've talked about this. Your top guys are going to have bad nights. Yeah. But when your bottom six just ghost games and aren't producing for you, hard to win a lot of hockey games, right? Like that's what's supposed to happen. Like your big guns sometimes don't happen. They don't get the scoring chances. They don't score. Whatever it may be, that bottom six has got to pick you up. There's got to well, be something coming from them. I mean Dennis Morgan has a great scoring chance. LLC has two. <laughs> LLC really
2: should have scored a goal on like, the that first. Like that's what home. I mean, yeah. but they got to put them away. Yeah, but then I mean you do look at Miko Rantanen and you're like where are you? I read those I read those numbers earlier. They're not <laughs> hemorrhaging chances. They dominated shots tonight and it doesn't you watch that game and it doesn't feel like him. I mean, It doesn't even, feel like Nico Rantanen does a single thing you know, in that game. Even so this this is a great game that enhances my I would really like to see for a game or two, Miko back with McKinnon and let those guys build their confidence side by side. And then you can think about breaking them apart again. But Val Nishushkin with Arturi Lekin and Nathan McKinnon on paper sounds fun and like forechecking checking hell and in execution has never lived up to that billing on yep. a consistent basis. Yep. It's had games, but on a on a if you go and you actually break down their actual on-ice results as a trio, it's never really been well, great. I, I think this game sums up. If Nathan McKinnon isn't going, those two guys are not gonna get him going. Right. This version of Valdechushkin is not the same one we saw in the Stanley Cup final. Yep. He's still he's still fighting it. He's not 100 percent but he's healthy enough to play. All right, so you have to find out how this version can be an impact guy for you. And right now, on that line with those guys, I don't see it happening. Yeah.
1: It, I wanted to get back to Blaze's point, too, because the Avs specifically are a team where it's like, okay, if they're not getting it from the bottom six, they'll get it from their defense. And their defense as a unit was... Just not good enough. We already yep. mentioned McCarr and Taves. Bowen Byram was actively bad through significant stretches a of this game. Bad Byram game. And then obviously with the injuries, you're going to get what you're going to get out of Brad Hunt and Jack Johnson. Yeah. It's just, it's never going to be that high end.
2: You know who was really good though? Sammy <laughs> G- Our king of the game. Our king of the game. <laughs>
1: Sam Gerrard.
2: Gerard,
0: mm. the tiny king. <laughs> he, he,
1: he helps create the Avs' first For goal. For the
2: record, this is very tongue-in-cheek. Um, <sighs> we we had really could not find one guy that really stood out. There was very out. little yeah. positive. Um, we just, yeah. We really just picked Gerard because we know people hate him, and
1: I I don't think there's necessarily like of the defense. He was the best. He defense, was probably right? the best defender tonight.
2: He's the the big criticism will be that he's the guy that allows the tip in front on the fourth goal. Yeah. Okay. okay. If you go and watch okay. it, you're like you're like, "Bro." <laughs> yeah. This is a, like he's the closest guy for sure. This is a real reach, but um that will be the criticism. Um and I'm sure somebody has in their head that he had a million turnovers. Should have well. traded him. Yeah. Anyway, Sam Gerard <laughs> is our is our he's our king of the game because we had to pick one.
1: Yep. Was not a not and, a fun and, night. Like to we Kings, did but. not think
0: he was a train wreck or anything. No, it was it was just,
1: and that's what is getting king of the game in a game like this. I mean, yep. they
0: scored a goal where they made three passes. So congratulations. Yeah, <laughs> right, right.
2: Uh, Sam Gerrard, since since uh, this is thirty points on the year, that assist yep. tonight puts him at thirty. Um, for him, that should be his baseline. Has been real good if for the past If he actually month pushes so. forty, uh, yeah. then all the haters are really gonna have a hard time. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they won't, but because that's how they exist. But you know,
1: uh, the, well, there's, there's plenty of ammo should. on they the other should. on the other side. There what, will be ammunition. Here's the thing: when he is, had nine
2: points at thirty-five right, games or whatever. You were like. Yeah, it's a pretty tough. There look. were
1: there were times this year where there was valid reason to be upset with Sam
2: Gerrard's play. Yeah, Hundred yeah. percent. Really,
1: since the new year, we talked about it. We had, yeah. we had,
2: we were right there with people. The, this has to get better, and, and and it got a lot better since the
1: new year. It's been pretty hard to really criticize
2: yeah, yeah. the guy. Yeah, it has been. Um, I know somebody out there will be like, he's a negative twelve or something on a team that has two <laughs> negative guys or whatever. But uh, I actually actually looked into that. Uh, one night because I was oh, yeah. just curious because I was like "If is he because he has the lowest on I save percentage of any of the regular D which of course is not a huge surprise when a guy has a abnormal plus minus like that. Yeah, um, But it was also I was like okay is he allowing the highest scoring chances and the answer was no. Is, is yeah. he is he allowing the most dangerous opportunities so you it would make sense that the safe right. percentage is lower. The answer is no. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know who actually has allowed a, like the largest chunk of Scoring chances and high the, danger chances. Does Brad Hunt count? No, it's Bowen Byram. Interesting. Mm. Defensively, you go and you look at it. And again, I am fully convinced that there are some score effects that play I'm into sure. that. It's got to yeah. be because you've
0: seen him play stretches of just right.
2: nails. But, but like he has been in games where they've been up by several and they'll get three chances right in front during a shift yeah. where you're like, it's a 4-1 game and yeah. this doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, and on the sc- on the score sheet, it all ends up being looking the same. But anyway, with with Gerard, I went I went and looked out of curiosity, mm-hmm. uh, and was like, "Is this actually this bad? Like, is he his his or his on ice defensive results so bad? And they're not sparkling. Sure, uh, they are worse than I would have wanted, but they are right in line with a number four in the NHL. Yeah, what they what they f- a number four a second Pairing guy. A second yeah. pairing guy that maybe plays on a third on a really good defense. And, and this year, you remember he played he's played a lot of this season next to Eric Johnson, uh, who got played up because of injury. Yep. Uh and and last year a lot of his issues, if you go and you look at the with without you stuff, his issues were tied directly to Jack Jack Johnson. Yep. We're away from Jack you, Johnson. you Sam put Burrard him with Manson
1: and he was sick. More yeah. or less what you yep.
2: expected, but with Jack Johnson was very, very not great. And this year has been a little bit of the similar. His game has taken off when he got taken away, when, when EJ stopped being his everyday yep. set-and-forget-D partner. Uh, and his game has picked up. Another guy whose game I think you could talk about is starting to be on the comeback here. So has a goal tonight in Evan yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah. I, yeah. D-
1: I want to talk about him. First, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. I imagine games like this make you want to drink, so...
2: The uh, new weekly special, the two for one cocktail downstairs, very much tested the limit tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Very much tested that patience.
1: Well, you can get your eight different kinds of Breck Brew down here at the bar, but they have dozens of flavors. If you're a beer drinker, I guarantee you they have a flavor for you. Even AJ will sip on a Strawberry Sky occasionally. So I'll
2: just drink one, man. It's a good yeah, beer.
1: That's what I'm saying. It, it's a good if, beer. if AJ has found a good beer from then, anyone <laughs> can find a good harder beer. Harder to do in
2: the winter. It's, <laughs> uh, strawberry it's very sky. much a summer beer, well, for sure. For me, but. I'm like 70 degrees and sunny. Yeah, I'm like Strawberry Sky time, baby. So, so good.
1: There you go. You got to find a beer from Breck Brew. You can do it at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online today. Go to (laughs) BreckBrew.com. If drinking's not your thing, totally understand that. Maybe getting high is your thing with Jive Hive. You don't even have to leave your apartment, house, wherever it is you may be. Jive Hive can deliver directly to you. You don't don't have to be at home. You have a place where you know the address, and Jive Hive delivers there. You're good to go. Go get your
2: weed delivered. I feel like come Christmas next year. Or just order people weed, weed <laughs> gifts. Maybe on maybe on April twentieth this year we'll do that. There you go. a
1: little four twenty action. Yeah, yeah. I'll just
2: it'll just be weed day, and I'll just <laughs> drive hype a bunch of random addresses in Denver. <laughs> just random people. Yeah, exactly. Like straight up phone book style. Like you're right. gonna be in huge
1: trouble when someone's kids answer the doors.
2: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: that'll be great. And they be like, "Where would this come from?" And then
1: yep. Yeah. Maybe don't do that, but do go to jive hive j i v e h y get all your dot <laughs> <line. laughs> yeah if you it's send like it to people you know you're good, but yeah. uh, you can check them out on the website even if you want to schedule it ahead of time, like maybe you're out of town and you know you're coming back and you're going to want a j once you're uh, at home and relaxing. you can schedule them to deliver to you Ooh. right after you get home so do you think
0: they have like uh special strains for Christmas like santa's sleigh I hope so. Gets you real high. But it's spelled S L A Y. Slay. It's <laughs> <S-L-A-Y. laughs> a picture of Santa with an AK Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, mowing down elves and shit. Yes. Look, I, I, Your I, version
0: of Slay and my version of Slay were totally different. Yeah. She, was, <laughs> she was like Slay.
2: Tiff brought the sleigh queen. <laughs> I and went, I went, I went uh full like
1: Murdering people, yeah. Did you, just, what was
2: what was the there was there's a game out that they they used to do that for Christmas. They would change all their things to
0: Christmas themed enemies. That's hilarious. Yeah. And, you, and the the final boss of every level was you had to kill Santa. <laughs> you guys don't watch American Dad. I've watched no, a fair dude. amount of it. Have you? Because like every Christmas special, it was basically yeah. them versus evil Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> where they're like sh- trying to shoot him down and stuff. It's Futurama it's had evil Robo Santa. E- as yeah, well. Robo yeah. Santa was awesome too. <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: great. This I love this. I love Santa as the bad guy. Great yeah. villain turn. This the is, robot Santa see, was badass. These are
1: the type of ideas you can get with Jive Hive. So go over Zed there. Too. Go to JiveHive.com, J-I-V-E-H-Y-V-E.com. Put your address in on their website to make sure they deliver to you. There are only select locations where they do so. Uh, Jump on it. Of course, must be 21 or older. All that good stuff. Do legal things with JiveHive. And go get high. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Other positives to take out of this game. Evan Rodriguez. Talk about him in a second. Uh, Penalty kill. Excellent tonight. Don't love that they're taking penalties, but they're L.A. didn't even look competitive on multiple of those power plays. So
2: you're old enough to remember. Did you see the full Monty? Yeah, the song. Yep. Yeah, having a little weird time (laughs) portal. Sorry. Penalty kill's great, dude. It's great. (laughs) Like I don't even. I I joked during the watch along, like. Since Lars Eller got here, the PK mm. has been fantastic. I'm that not crediting harder. it to Lars Eller. <laughs> right, right. I'm just saying it has been so good since Lars Eller got here uh, that you feel like they have found a combination, you have found a kind of a rhythm on that unit. They look great. Like we're we're not talking about like Dominator. Alexander Georgiev is the best pk guy yes. right like we're talking teams aren't
1: even getting into the zone yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're
2: talking they are killing entire power plays where just nothing's
0: going on you get to see it early this game too yeah, yeah. and late and yeah. in the middle yeah. yeah. <laughs> <game laughs> of the <laughs> <Yeah>. game <laughs>
2: you, you saw more poison. than you wanted to and yeah. this wasn't a game where you could really quibble with the yeah, officiating they were all pretty man, obvious they were penalties, really blatant yeah, and, and, uh, yeah. i uh, andrew Cogliano was the most Inexplicable. Dude decided he was playing football Dude, all of like, a sudden. Like, <laughs> did you just, like, emotionally need
0: a hug? So you <laughs> forced one upon a stranger with his back turned to you? With the ref standing right yeah, there with the, where with your the arm guy, is coming around. Like, <laughs> the guy who's going
2: to tell you you're committing hockey crimes is 10 feet the other direction. <laughs> like, yeah. br- buddy, what a, what a god awful, like, in the moment. Like, he had help. Byron was yeah. there. You know, now we, we also mentioned Byron wasn't great, so maybe that's why he panicked. <laughs> didn't he trust like, him. <laughs> Kid doesn't got it tonight. I got to bail him out. <laughs>
1: it's
2: all me. Yeah, no, what a weird, but just like a, this couldn't have been more obvious. Like, yeah. Just not, it's uh, the discipline choice. was a big problem. It's continued to be, it's really been a problem for a few, for really most of the season, I think. Uh, yeah, uh, and I, I would agree. And the PK has seriously just been so blah. For most of this year. Until this last month or so. Yeah, yeah, it is really, really kicked up in the last couple of weeks. But like since Lars Eller got here, it's been like, you just don't
0: score against that unit. Yep. It's a good thing, going into the playoffs. Uh, need that. Uh, it's all Lars. On
1: top of that, I know the second power play <laughs> from the Avs was terrible. I get it that mechanically their power play was not very good. They still go one for three on the night. You can't well, ask and, for more than that.
2: And the one and the one that you're saying... you. You have to score here. And then they got it. They yeah. score. And you're like, okay. You don't love the way that they get there. Lots of room for improvement. But they still, that unit still ultimately, at a one for three clip, is, is doing its yeah, job. Exactly. You really, 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 really hate the one at the end of the second period, though. <laughs> because it, it awesome. just yeah. decimated all the energy in the building, ruined all the momentum that they had built in those since scoring that goal, um, and, and started to tilt the ice a little bit. And you were like, here it is. Here's. This is what makes the avalanche scary, is that when the switch gets flipped and they turn it on and they start skating downhill, teams can't stop them. And then they didn't do a single good thing with it. Yep. Nothing. It was god-awful. <sighs> All right. God-awful. How do,
1: how do we feel about Erod in this game? Because I really put him into a similar boat as McKinnon, honestly. I get the numbers look good. I get he scores that goal, and that's a great play. But everything surrounding that, it just didn't feel like he was executing well enough.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, I th- Oh, go ahead. No, go for it. I was, you have to kind of break this into two pieces, right? Like, the goal he scores is a tip. He's in the right spot. Yep. It's a great tip. It does a great job if you watch that slow-mo yeah. fighting his stick yeah. through he, the he guy. He frees yeah. the stick, gets yeah. it
2: over he, there. Because well, he skates then, through. Yeah. Yeah. And so the guy kind of has him locked up, and then he fights his way through it, gets the stick yeah. free.
0: Like, it's really good work. No, I mean, it, it was a, it's a great play. It's a tip play. But that's a little bit different than playing the full 60-minute game as well. And certainly playing the kind of style that Evan Rodriguez has shown that he
2: should be playing, that the very up-tempo, uh, you know, shooting in transition, you know, crazy one-timer yeah. that's, it feels like we haven't seen in forever now. Um, and, and just a guy that you're good defensively, but gets them going in transition and uses his speed to stress defenses. That Evan Rodriguez is still, I want to say a work in progress because I don't want to say non-existent. I don't think that's fair. But I think it is still a work in progress. It's not the guy who, you know, looked like an easy, you're going to yeah. try and give this guy a four-year deal in the summer. Yeah. Uh, and, but, but also did not look like the guy who did absolutely nothing for you the first seven or eight games after the All-Star break where yeah. you were like, yeah. where the hell did
0: he go? It, it's somewhere in that middle. Well, where, and, this is, and I think it's trending up. It, it's trending up, but it still looks like he's fighting the puck. Definitely, uh, you know they're they're just there's a, definitely. I I just don't think it's just on him though. It is it's the chemistry not. of that lineup. It the, the line that it's, he's it's, on feels like three guys playing
2: three separate games. Yeah. I I hate the Rodriguez confer Rantan and combination. I hate it. Yeah.
1: And and I think this is some of the problem we had with the Avs didn't go out and get a two C and now you're juggling this job between okay well Evan Rodriguez is on the up so maybe he gets that. Move and you've watched Comfer disappear. Yeah, and you still Alex Newhook ends up with an assist tonight, and he didn't even break the 12-minute mark in time on ice.
0: It's it's an assist on Sam Gerard's goal. Yes, yeah. well, it or wasn't Gerard's Robert goal, a- but yeah, Robert on the a- on a- the, a- on a- the a- same right. goal
1: because their yeah. second power play unit was it's still nice, out there. It's a nice pass. I mean, it wasn't a difficult one, but no, yeah.
0: but it was a good pass. It's- Yep. Well, as it's you said, one in
1: person. in a significant part of this third period, the Evs couldn't make two passes in a row. Yeah. So it was a whole lot better than that. <laughs> yes.
2: In a game like in a game like this, uh, well, we'll finish the conversation. Sure, and then I'll bring. I'll get back to it. It, I, just
1: you're talking about a team that's looking for consistency, and certainly with the second line that starts with some stability.
0: Yeah,
1: figure out some guys that are working together and keep them together. Yeah, and go with that. It, it just feels like there's a little bit too much juggling going on right now to me.
2: Well, and they've left this lineup together for a while, but it's, it has... I mean, in a game like this, you're down two. Yep. You're down one in the third period at times. Not for long. Um, but, like, you're chasing. It's the third period. You're no longer worried about the rest of the game. You are where you are. You're yeah, running out of time. right, game. right. <sighs> why are, why are McKinnon and Rantanen in not... Together, stapled the night with Arturi Lekkinen. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I've obviously made, I made the the case earlier this podcast about, you know, putting them back together for sure. But even later
0: on in the game, they're, they're he's not even stealing chips with them. Especially when you're not getting anything out of the other two, right? Like, 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 why, Rodriguez. why, yeah, why waste Rantanen right? down there? Yeah, R- no, no, yeah, Rodriguez, is, Rodriguez scores the goal. It's that's totally, fine. It's totally
2: independent of that line, yeah. though. So yeah. it's, not it's not even literally like
1: literally the second power play. Unit. Yeah, and and, and, then, like,
0: <laughs> and then J.T. Confort does nothing for you in this yeah. game. Yep. A, again, a no show. But why are you wasting Rantanen? Like, put him with some more talent, and just I mean, right now it's like, well, we got to at least have one line. That's producing chances that's out there and consistently pushing the puck forward. It,
1: it just two guys who you can rely on the skill to execute. Yeah. And, and I get They're it. They're going to get their chances. Neither of them played that great tonight, but it, I don't think putting them together is going to make them play worse. I'll put it that way. When well, it comes like, to Miko and And If it and does, Mac.
2: then you just break them right. up again. Yeah, like if it yeah. goes terribly, then okay. But at some point, it feels like you should be using your best well, pieces and to try and build the comeback. And, and instead, it, every it, it single felt very weirdly stubborn tonight. Of it like, did,
1: and not especially when I'm not. this isn't a hey, let's take these Why, two players man? and throw them together. There's a really long historical track <laughs> like record, a five years. of history. those two being amazing together. <laughs>
2: like,
1: it. It just feels weird that that's something they're avoiding instead yeah, of leaning it feels, into. it feels
2: like it's gone stubborn in the other direction. Where yeah. he was like, he Benner used to be really quick to be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna break just them get up, get them and back then together, and, and then yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a couple of ships yeah. every game with them. Five know, games and later, they're back together. Those yeah. are really good together. I think it's <laughs> gonna keep them. <laughs> uh, and then you know it was like this year there was some sustained success, but you are now getting into it is it has been a handful of games now pretty much
1: since McKinnon got healthy really like well I mean
2: like like it has been it has been I want to say maybe two and a half weeks I feel like I I would want to go back and double check but it feels like it's been about two two and a half weeks anecdotally since you really felt like those guys were playing consistent hockey quality hockey away on, on their separate lines I feel like you're getting one like you, every you'll other get sporadic night. You're games. getting yeah, 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 and it's it's like look like the the Edmonton example is always great because if things don't go great for Edmonton, they just put them back together. They put those two star forwards together and just watch that chemistry go. And you watch them; they know how to play together. They know how to get the most out of each other. So, boom, go and do that. Yeah, and. In theory, I get why keeping them apart. McKinnon is on a crazy goal scoring binge right now. Yep. Miko Rantanen has more goals than assists this year. So you're like, okay, well, those guys are each scoring goals. I want them away from each but, other. But you know but they're that not they can doing it in the same like, game as much as you would really like to see.
1: And you understand that. I think, particularly with Miko, he's scoring more goals because he has to be that guy in the role yeah, he's currently in. Because he,
2: the, two guys, the, the two guys that are next to him are not on the same talent level to finish the scoring opportunities he
0: can help generate. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like the argument of, like, you want to separate them because they are both scoring a bunch of goals. Because
1: I'm either,
0: what. It still comes yeah. and goes. Like, yeah, but, and the other part of that too is just the game planning that has to happen for that line. When you have two threats, you can't just leave, You know, mm-hmm. like oh, we're just going to totally yeah. focus on McKinnon. Right. Don't really worry about these other two because yeah. they're lesser.
2: Well, and which which team out there is looking at a Val Nichushkin one timer and one Right. They're one-timer just not scared going, of it. Yeah. Ah oh, man, we really can't. We can't focus the attention on McKinnon down the yeah. middle because he's going to find one of these guys. Those teams are like begging Nathan McKinnon to give that puck to one of those guys. And they're not begging Nathan McKinnon to give that puck to Miko yeah. right. it just It just feels like, does this make you a little top-heavy? Yes.
0: Sure, sure does. Have mm-hmm. you
2: been comically successful over the last few years? Watching those guys score three goals a game and win you a lot of hockey games? Yes, and for for what it's worth, on a night like tonight,
1: where Kale McCarr isn't going, where Devontae isn't going, it amplifies that problem even more. Yeah. It just feels more
2: obvious. Yeah, amplifies would be the word. Yeah, there. Yeah.
1: sometimes I do all right. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> on, I'm an idiot. On that note. Well, Blaze took him off,
2: but AJ's
1: still wearing his shady rays. Oh, They're yeah, not I'm even gonna, his. This, is,
2: this isn't even a victory thing anymore. Yeah. This is entirely there a you migraine go. thing. Totally
1: staring at the lights. It's yeah. painful.
2: Anybody that paid attention to the last podcast yeah. saw it happen mid podcast. Yeah,
1: it's
0: blinding
2: if you look right at it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look. Is there a better test than staring into studio lights to know if sunglasses work or not? Staring in the sun.
0: (laughs) Okay. If you like having your eyesight, is there a better test? Remember, like, coming out of Boulder in the morning? Up the hill to Lafayette? I drive west At a certain time, it's just like, the sun is what you're driving into. Yep, I I hate those. Days. And you're just uh, like, I hope everyone in front
1: of me continues to drive also. Or I'm, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm yeah, going to yeah. run into them.
2: <laughs> Every time I've ever driven back from Winnipeg, I drive back from Nebraska. What just, am I driving into <laughs> for four hours? It's just the sun staring at me. <laughs> We're having a staring contest. It's the worst.
1: Well, if you're going to get into a staring contest with the sun, make sure you're wearing Shady Rays <laughs> when you do it. So you don't go fully blind, at least. Uh, ShadyRays.com to order yours today. They also have a physical location in the Park Meadows Mall. When you order with the DNVR code, you order two pairs of sunglasses, you get the 50% off. So it's essentially buy one, get one free, basically. Uh, look, they're great sunglasses. Well, I, and,
2: like, the warranty on them,
0: man. Yeah. Like, You're you, like,
2: oh, you get a 50% off. That's three pairs of sunglasses. What am I going to do with three pairs of sunglasses? Well, if you lose one of them, they replace that. They thing.
1: will replace it for they,
2: free. They break that thing. They will replace, they replace it for it. free. If it's, you, it's if you a tremendous value. If you
1: just decide you don't like that pair, send them back and get another one. Replace them for free.
2: Like it's just Turns such a customer good deal. Service, like, good customer service is a really nice it's thing.
1: Crazy. It's crazy. Not enough companies have good customer service anymore, and Shady Rays actually does. So jump on it. Shadyrays.com, get your sunglasses today. Uh, and then when you're too cool for school in your glasses, make sure you're betting on DraftKings Sportsbook and winning the money. You go over there, you use code DNVR right now with a new account. You bet $5, you get $200 in free bets. You don't even have to win the bet. You just get it. They just give you $200 to go bet on whatever you want. Are you a a believer that the Avs are going to come out of this and make a deep playoff run? Bet on them to win the conference finals. Are you a doomer and think the Avs are going to get eliminated in the first round? Bet on them to do that. I think you'd get pretty good odds if you bet on the Avs to lose in the first round, though.
2: So. Um, right now, man, they feel like a they, this team that I watched tonight felt like a second-round exit.
1: And I think there's some interesting context there about... There's a lot. A lot of things. But for this one, if you don't want to bet on the Avs, also an option. Honestly, Nuggets seem like a pretty
2: good bet to do the thing this year. Yep. I, just, I don't know, man. That game, that game last night. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was
0: just kidding. <laughs> Continue him to bet out. They lost to the balls. How are <laughs> they
1: supposed to win anything?
2: Yeah,
1: I can't do this.
2: <laughs> I was totally just kidding. I cannot.
1: I don't. We get enough of that from the chat. I can't <laughs> have the co-host doing it too.
2: Uh, it's very hard to resist. Whatever
1: you want to bet on, DraftKings has you covered. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See the show notes down below for details if you have a gambling problem. one 800 For 700, and it's void in Ohio. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. The Avs have had an interesting year, where they've had more losses than you'd like.
2: Especially at home. Especially at home. but Like 17 and 16 at home now? The West keeps giving them free passes.
1: No one has taken advantage of the Avs' losses to where they sit in a situation where if they can figure it out, if they can find that consistency, they're still going to win the West. Can they
2: do it? They... So they did the hard part, the really hard part of they caught up it right? They, they caught up, they yep. put a big scare into everybody. Since catching up to everybody, they've just kind of status quo. It's been the last week. It's just it's been a bad week, and that's where you do wonder: have they expended so much energy chasing that they're going to have a hard time taking that next step forward? And then you know, because this is, they're not going to separate. They're not going to win the division by six points. This is going to be if they're down gonna, to the wire yeah. it's going to be an absolute dogfight, yep. and every time they lose a game in regulation like this, every time they give away the game against Seattle the way that they did, every time you leave points on the board like that uh, you you just make that job harder on yourself the next day it becomes a harder and harder job the more you go and you know, you're watching like Winnipeg falling apart in front of everybody's eyes. Actively collecting. Minnesota yeah. losing Carol Caprizov uh, for the next four weeks. So, your two main contenders, even if you aren't going to chase down Dallas for the division, your two main contenders for home ice in round one are not in great spots or, either. Are, uh, yeah. They're in a much worse spot. Yeah, they, would, I, they would trade spots with the Avalanche today. You know, even, even Dallas, with all, even with all
1: those problems, I know Dallas just blew out Buffalo tonight. But even they lost Tigers Tyler Sagan in this game,
2: like, and and like, if the Stars could choose a top six guy to lose, be it's Sagan because he's been the worst. But at those still, guys. but yeah, like you're talking about it, not celebrating an injury, but it's also no. like high time that one of these teams around them started to have I to know, fight through some of this.
1: It's just all these teams all of a sudden are living in the same room Colorado's been living in for a long time. Yeah, and
2: call the problem is that call for them is Colorado's right in the it's in the rear view mirror now. Yep. You know? Objects in the mirror may appear closer, closer than <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you know they're 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 there, but Colorado's challenge is pushing through that and then separating from the three seed. You know, chasing Dallas is one thing, yeah. but I think I think they could still do it. I would still pick them if I. If you put a gun to my head right you, now, you would I would still em. pick them to win the Central Division. But uh, you know, after the last four games, if if they had won two of them, I would be loving that. I yeah, you're you're loving the ABS position exactly. They, they, you, they don't though, and they they're they're where they are is a really. It just gets tougher. There there <laughs> there's not enough runway for the, for that anymore. Um, and we could lament all the giving away points, you know, yeah, the yeah. Anaheim, Vancouver, Chicago's whatever. Uh but they they are where they are. <laughs> they they got back in the race, but they've not solidified themselves in it yet the, to where right. you can feel comfortable where you're like, "Okay, maybe they don't win the central, but they're going to be uh, they're going to be on home mm. ice." You know, they're still chasing home ice right now. They're not even in that spot. Yeah. Yep. So it's 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 imperative that the, we we talk about the week schedule. They have to take advantage of it. Yep. You know, there's no shame in losing to the Los Angeles Kings. It's a good hockey team, but they just don't have the luxury to continue to give the games away that are left on the schedule. Yep. It it ramps up the pressure when you lose to an LA. Ramps up the pressure that that you have to beat Arizona. Yep. Montreal have to beat Montreal in you, Montreal. you next week. really like that win against you, Pittsburgh. Like, well, yeah. you really, really, really want to take Ottawa next, next week. week. Yeah. 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 You know, you're in a really tough, you're once again on a Sega Baba, tired team against a rested team on the road in Ottawa at the end of a road trip. You got to dig deep. You know, like that is a, that is a scheduled loss in Toronto the night before is going to be no easy, easy task. So, you know, this is, it is imperative that they respond. Yep. Uh, with a plum on Saturday and, and Friday, and look, Friday, Saturday. Right. The reality is, I don't know what today is. Thursday. Today is Thursday. It's me against yeah. the calendar on live on air. Dude, now you guys know what I deal with every day. We hit
1: the we hit February and,
2: and days and months just stop existing. It, uh, it really doesn't even matter, man. I It's like my my whole life is like this. I'm just like it, I don't know. You're not wrong, but somebody asked me today. They were like, "You want to hang out on Sunday?" And I was like, "What the hell is Sunday?" <laughs>
1: Game day is that that a game day or not game day? That's all I know. Totally. Uh, The thing is, we don't know the future. We could be sitting here and the Avs could rattle off another 7 1 in one stretch, and then we're going, hey, the Avs did what they had to do. They're sitting here, whatever. It's a team
2: that takes care of business that does that.
1: Yeah. Or they could struggle through this stretch and we're going, look, the Avs have serious problems. I don't know which one's going to happen. If I did, I would be betting at DraftKings and making a serious amount of money. We'll see. Either way, uh, do we have any super chats or are we good? Yeah, we do have a couple super chats here. $2 from Degro who says, just here to drink a beer in the loss. Thank you all. Thank you very much, DeGro. Uh, $10 from Melanie who says, major bummer. On to the next go, Avalanche. This is how I feel about it. Honestly, sure. yeah. It, it, and then a very large $50 from Banks, who says, I looked forward to this game since Seattle. I was let down by the execution and the lack of jump. Need better in these types of games. The core has it in them. Uh, oh, I lost my spot. The core has it in them and have 19 games left to take the Central. For those panicking, have faith in our guys. Yeah, I, again... I don't think we're anywhere particularly close to the panic button. The reason it's so frustrating is because you know the abs are better than this. Well, and you've seen it this year. It's
0: the postseason. I'm going to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) You've seen it this year. I mean, we've talked about it. Like the stretches that they put where they're playing great hockey. It's just that. Long stretches. You get these slumps.
2: Yep. The, The difference between this year's team and really the team of the last, really, two or three is that this year the down slumps have Turned into slumps. Three, four, five. Yeah, games. yeah, yeah. They're not. Well, remember the two games that they lost, and <laughs> everybody was very upset. And then they won the next five games. Like yep. that's not the Avs this year have been a a little stream I mean, year. the two they games, games Columbus been, that they, they lost, they have been <laughs> cons, a truly inconsistent squad this yeah. year. With you know the 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 ups have still been very good when you watch them, and you're like, yeah, these guys are great. And but the downs, they have not fought through nearly <laughs> as well. Yeah. Some of that is leadership, some of that is maturity, some of that is, I think, there's an uh, emotional fatigue For on sure. the team um, that leads into a, a physical one, and some of that is just continuing to be the fact that your injury issues have capped your talent. For what it's worth,
1: Darren Helm practicing a no-contact with the team today. Yep.
2: I, I just real quick, I just want to ask you, mm-hmm. where do you put him? Force E. Who drops off? Mulgan. So you take... What are you doing with Newhook? Moving him up the lineup. Okay, so not a real answer. That's never happening. Wow. Just
1: going to do me like
2: that, huh? I am, dude, because I don't... <laughs> Jared Bender doesn't seem to know what to do with Alex Newhook. You're he not wrong. Feels, it looks You're like not he wrong. Is genuinely confounded by Alex Newhook, the should-be-a-top-six-player-has-a-top-six-player skill set, Looks everything like a top six player every time he plays with really talented other top <laughs> six players, and then doesn't get the job that those looks, and then gets pushed down by every other guy. That could, Matt Nieto comes in the lineup, and nope, uh, Lars Eller comes in the lineup, nope. Like, just feels like they just don't it just, need, just it, doesn't know what to mm, do with them.
1: Like, I, I just if Darren Helm gets healthy, it feels really easy to me to throw Darren Helm and Logan O'Connor together, and then.
0: P- everyone refuses
1: to separate Logan O'Connor and Cogliano so you just do that. And then you have an Eller, Newhook, uh, and Nieto, I guess, on that
2: line. Dude, it's, so it's even more misfit for Alex Newhook. Mm-hmm. He's not playing center now. He's four left wing next to Lars Eller. I would, and Matt Nieto. That would be my third line.
1: That would be my third <laughs> line.
2: I'm going, and home.
1: And if it were up to me, I'd put him at 2C, but I know the abs aren't going to do that.
2: This has so. broken
1: me. We're going to get out of here. We appreciate all y'all hanging out with us even after an abs loss. <laughs> He's got uh,
0: the keys out already. He's
1: gone. We'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> and I'll, we'll spend the entire off day pod razzing AJ with New Hook as uh, that misfit or something. I don't know. We appreciate you and we'll see you. There's a meme there. On the next one. <laughs>